Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Talk or Go Home. I'm Nick Wilson. I got Clint Thompson sitting next to me to my left. Welcome back, Big Daddy Clint. Well, I'm glad to be back. Uh, in this hot room. Dude, it is so hot. It's 75 I, degrees in this room right now. There's no way. That is what my internal brain is telling me. Your internal my brain internal needs to be thermo- thermometer. It's telling uh, me it's 75 degrees So right now. I am sitting to Nick Wilson's immediate left, but there's a good bit of space between us. For a reason. Thankfully so, because I'm doing this podcast in my underwear, literally. So there are going to be people here. that won't believe you when they listen to this. Oh, they're going to have to. Like, I don't know but, how. I mean, this is an audible podcast, not a video podcast. And they they just have to take me at my word. But yeah, it's, I'm, I'm literally wearing my socks because I have a weird thing about my feet touching touching floors. Which we cover that in the aforementioned never unaired, heard, <laughs> unaired. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> my fault. Wasn't it my fault that that, re- that episode didn't air? Yeah, because your your mic died. Yeah, so we've gone to complete analog mics because of that. But um, yeah, so I got socks on and, and my skivvies. So it is yeah, hot. It's it's it's. And here's the thing: we've had a pretty mild summer. Up until now, so it's far. just humid, and and well, that's yeah. part of the norm yeah. for this this time of year in this location. So it's funny you say that. When I was back back in July, some sometime around early July, I went to Gatlinburg on vacation, mm. and I went with a large group. One day we went white water rafting. We were coming back. We stopped in Cosby, Tennessee, yeah. which is like you know middle of nowhere yeah, small exactly. town it's basically a, a fork in the road mm-hmm. with a dollar general of school and some small restaurants hey, and some stores like and like that. The, no like the, like unincorporated huh. like small 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 so uh we go into this small pizza joint and when i when i mean small literally there's like a couch in there and maybe three tables with six chairs or seven chairs and then there's a counter, and behind the counter is the kitchen, and it's literally somebody's kitchen. Like, that's how small of a restaurant this place was. Anyway, so we go in, we order pizza, we come out, we're sitting on the front porch of this house slash restaurant. And these folks walk up, and you can just tell they're not from, a, like, by the way they're dressed, the way they're talking, their accent, the way they're acting, it's they're not from the South. Mm-hmm. And they go and they order, we're all sitting out there, I'm sitting in a rocking chair watching cars drive by waiting on my pizza. Well, this Hold family on, what walks. Kind of, what kind of pizza did you get? Pepperoni. Yeah, I'm a simple. Are you that that kind of guy? I'm not a cheese guy, but I'm like pepperoni's where it's at because I mean that's the that's, that's the quintessential th- for you. That is the quintessential. I'm I'm a gotta have everything guy. I'm the supreme guy. Heck to the no. I gotta have the Heck peppers. To I got no. I gotta have the sausage and the pepperoni. No 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 and no no, no, no. I'm not extra. I gotta have everything. I'll do sausage and pepperoni. I'll do peppers and sausage and pepperoni. The second you add fruit, you know, like pineapple or olives or any, uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. No, I love my olives. I can take or leave pineapple. I do like it. No. Don't get me Heck, wrong. No, but no, no, no. That's not real pizza. Okay. All right. To each their own. That, that's a, so, that's it's an, not. That's an episode in itself. It's not. I will stand we, by that. Considering we talk about country music and food on this podcast all the time, that's an episode in itself. That is true. You know, I think it was pineapple on pizza was invented in Canada, if I'm... 
Uh, well, I don't know. They always call it Hawaiian. So, I well, I mean, I, yeah, the, uh, but I think it was. I think some Canadian. I don't know. Anyway, you can look it up with her beady eyes and her flappy gums. You talking about Canadians? Yeah, I don't get that reference. It, it's a South Park reference. Okay. Everybody yeah. who's from Canada on South Park, their their heads flip open like like Pac Man. Go if you if you happen to watch, you'll notice every Canadian does that. Is that in the in the show or in yeah. real life? No. <laughs> <laughs> if you're from Canada. We apologize. <laughs> yeah. Or do we? No, 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 no. So, like, somebody, it's, it's, I'll, I'm going to get back to my story here in a second, but it's interesting that you mentioned Canada. When I think of a Canadian person, like, I think of Canada as that weird 51st state. Yeah. That, because they speak our English with the exception of when they say something with an O and an A. Well, and except, or an o and a except the whole province of Montreal. Yeah. Like, Quebec. Quebec, Quebec, however you pronounce it. Quebec, 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 whatever. Yeah, they their culture is very different than the rest of Canada. Beautiful countryside. I've been there before. I've been on East Coast and West Coast Canada. Loved West Coast. Yeah, because it's kind of like an extension of of Washington and Oregon. Right. Exactly. That Vancouver, Vancouver, British British Columbia. Columbia. Exactly. Um, Very nice. Very very modern. I mean, as you kind of expect some of the West Coast stuff to be. very very hip you know very it's expanding uh the the whole place is exploding i know that that people that used to work with our company up that that live up there they said you know they bought their houses for what we buy them down here yeah and they've recently de- overdeveloped that they're selling these houses for like millions of dollars kind of like a silicon valley situation oh, yeah, absolutely uh i've been to east coast and there when you say east coast are you talking newfoundland are you talking no i'm talking like, montreal quebec city oh okay gotcha, gotcha, gotcha so gotcha. on the st lawrence river yeah is that the st lawrence river i think it is yeah i uh, didn't care for it really yeah they they don't like I, they don't like people who speak primarily english yeah that's i've heard that and they they really don't like americans I've heard they don't like just people in general. Well, it's, it seems it's, like everybody. Sometimes everybody. Do, when do we have anybody talks, from France that listens to this podcast? Probably. Okay. Well, I won't say anything then. From France or from French Canada? France, because from France. To me, the French are a little stuck up anyway. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're going to say the same thing about it. Well, actually, they'll call us loud and fat. So I think we have the right to call them stuck up. Okay. Well, and and that's kind of what you get up there. Like I said, they they look down if you if you primarily speak they they speak. French up there on everything. Everything is French. Yeah. And if you ask for anything in American, they're just like, they just make you look stupid. Like, in what? American? What? Well, in English. Yeah. Shut up. American. In American English. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I had to go up there for a job. I was up there with, with um, a, a group, and the group left a day early. So I had one more night that I had to stay, and I was going to catch a plane the next morning. Um, so I'm up there by myself, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to McDonald's. I'm going to go in there. I'm just going to get a Big Mac. That's all I was going to get. Mm-hmm. Going to McDonald's, finally get my splat in line. A lady speaking in French. I ain't got a clue in the world what she's saying to me. Surely it's probably welcome to McDonald's, mm-hmm. you fat, lazy American. Yep. What do you want, you fat, lazy American? You look the part. Right now I do, I bet. Yeah. Um, but I just looked at her and I just said, I just held my, num- my, my finger up. Number one, I mm-hmm. said, number one, Coke. Surely, surely anybody in their right mind could get that. Yeah. Number one, Coke. She just went on this whole tangent of, like, I don't understand. I assumed it was, I don't understand what you're saying. What do you want? This, that, and other. I'm just like, number one, Coke. Coke is is the same brand. It's, you say Coke the same way in every language. Coke. Yeah. Coke, one. Uno, you know, 
oh, I don't know what it is in French. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So it, it it made me so mad that I went back to my hotel and ordered a pizza online and just had him bring it to my room. Yeah. So, so it didn't work out with the lady at McDonald's. It did not. It did. Did not. she see you get mad? Could you tell that she could tell you were mad? I could tell that I didn't care if she knew I was mad at that point. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, you it's know, just I, upset. I've, like you're not the first person that's been to that part of Canada that I've talked to. That is, t- which I've only there's only t- two other stories that come to mind that are similar in a couple of ways. Of one, one is a, a buddy of mine that is from Canada. He's from Winnipeg, and he would talk about visiting family in that part of Canada See, I, all I, the I time and how awful it was Winnipeg every time they had to go. In like Calgary area, were great. <clears throat> yeah. You know, there, there's a line. There's literally a line there somewhere where all that changes, and it's just, it's great. Canada's great. It's wilderness, and it's people that speak Americanized English. Yeah. Or Except a that boot. Line is, yeah. yeah. They say a boot. A, a boot? boot? What's it, a boot? What's yeah. it on a boot? Not a recommendation, but go watch the South Park movie, because that, that is... Is that the one where they invade Canada? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because they're at the American Embassy, or at the, at the UN... And, and this guy from Canada, this rep from Canada gets up, and he's like, it's not about this, it's not about this, it's not yeah. about this. Yeah, they're making fun. And then yeah. the American guys are like, really? Oh, I'm sorry, we didn't mean to laugh. Tell us what it's all about again. He goes, it's about, it's about, it's about. Yeah. Why are you laughing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good old Justin Trudeau. Yeah. So I, I, when, when you look at uh, Canada, it, it do, you know, the farther west you go, the more English it is. Sure. It is technically in the Commonwealth, which means it's their head of state is the Queen of England. Mm. If you don't know how that all, all that works, that's incredibly complicated. And, go look you know, it up. Go, We're not going to go, go yeah, into it. Uh, Wikipedia that, but they are in the Commonwealth. All of the land, all of the mineral rights in Canada are owned by the Crown. That is ridiculous. So if you own a piece of property in Canada. And you've you do gold. not. It's not yours. It's not yours. You don't own the oil, gold. Any I, it doesn't. Yeah. It's all the crowns. That is. Which, isn't that interesting? No, in, it's in the, terrible. It, well, yeah, because I mean, in the states, we own our for the most Unless part. Unless you sell them. Yes, you can sell your mineral rights in the U.S. Yes, and you can. and you can buy a piece of property whose mineral rights have been sold to somebody else. Yes. That's something you should always check for. Yes. Like the land that I own, I own. I own my mineral rights right. to my land. Right. So if I ever strike oil or natural gas in this area of the country, it's natural gas. If I ever strike natural gas, I can, you know, sell it to the highest bidder. You know, you hey, Exxon there was Mobile, a big natural know. gas boom here in this area? Yeah, so my grandparents actually had land where they struck natural gas. Really? And they sold the mineral rights. And, and, and they the, only uh, did it. They didn't bomb forever. It's only like a 15-year deal yes. or 20-year deal. Yes. So, uh, But that's what... Well, we have gone down such an amazing rabbit hole. This is what it's, I love. Don't I haven't gotten about my friends that are out of state on my or, trip to Gatlinburg. Or your, anyway. or your pizza. <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> it, it's funny that you say that because the the um, have you ever listened to the song "Never Leave Harlan Alive"? No. Really? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I mean, <laughs> no. Yes. I mean, how else am I going to yeah, answer, I, answer I those two no, questions? Really, Clint? I, yeah, I really haven't. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's talking about these people that lived in uh, in in Harlan County, Kentucky, I think. probably. Um, and this guy come from up north comes down and buys the mineral rights for all these people and just basically gives them just nothing, nothing because they don't. They but, probably but don't. They, know. they didn't know. Yeah, but thought they had something, and then eventually, after after the money was all gone because it didn't go very far, they had to go and work for 
the Colt Company, and that's the premise of the song. It's very John Prine has got a song like that called Paradise about Paradise, Kentucky, right? Yeah, and which that, I think we've talked about we before talked off about the that. podcast. Well, it's no, kind we of talked a, about it here too. Have really? we? Yeah. Okay. See, I I, I forget, but it's Way very not be a fan of your own podcast, Nick. <laughs> well, I mean, I am a fan of this podcast. I like listening to. Dude, we're four seasons deep. I know that's a Isn't lot that crazy? of episodes. Well, it's only that's 40. Almost, well, that's still a lot, though. I mean, when you compare it, so I was thinking about this the other day. When you compare our podcast to Joe, the Joe Rogan experience, right. you know, he's like on like episode 1600 and something. Oh, that's, or 1500 I thought, I thought it was more than that. He might be. But, but he, he does I, one like I think every other day or every couple of days. I know it's at least one a week. It might be more than that. Okay. But I, yeah, I thought it was every couple of days. I might be wrong on that. You're probably right. I, I, I don't listen to every single one that comes out, but I, I listen to, I listen to all, one with the guests. If, if Alex Jones is on, I'm listening to it because I know it's going to be funny. He's crazy. That's dude. Episode fifteen hundred and fifty five or something like that. Fifteen hundred forty five. I saw the. I saw the. You showed it to me. I, sh- I him saw and Johnny one. Bravo. Yeah, I saw the one on uh, YouTube. The YouTube version. of It, it. is hilarious because he goes off Language on these warning. yes but he goes off on these conspiracy theory tirades wow and it is hilarious how he present because he, he is so passionate about it and joe rogan is trying to keep him reeled in so that he actually makes sense mm-hmm. and is somewhat coherent and then you got johnny bravo who comes in halfway through the podcast like <laughs> literally gets there only halfway through the recording of the podcast and is just poking the bear and just pissing alex jones off and it's hilarious <laughs> anyway so yeah um french canadians they are generally not stereotyping but just in general they suck when it comes to their treatment of uh, americans and other english-speaking people and they're stuck up we've gone over that if we piss you off sorry we don't care one more thing yes went to montreal for one meeting went to that that's why i had to stay the extra night because i went to quebec city yeah gorgeous if you like old um architecture and stuff gorgeous city i can't understand a thing in the world they're talking about but it is a yeah. gorgeous city the high schools up there are all i mean that whole entire province is from Beautiful. the 1400s man yeah i mean that's how old this place is so they've got just a ton of history and stuff there and if you get outside the big cities you think you're like in nebraska or something like it's just yeah. nothing so if you get a chance i'm not telling you not to go and just prefacing that uh, you're not going to be you're treated, not, probably not going to be treated Yeah, you're not going to get the good old southern hospitality like you might yeah. get down here. And, and, and you know, just, just to preface, not everybody that comes to the south has a, has a good experience. You know, there are, there's, just, there's just angry, frustrated, crappy people everywhere. Yeah, Birmingham. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right, so now we can reel it back in one more. Are we, are we back to pizza or? Yeah, so the pizza was pepperoni, thin, pe- thin sliced or thin crust. Where are you on, like, hand tall, like the thicker crust? Are you, I like it. All right, where are you on deep dish? Love it. Okay. It's hard to find a good deep dish pizza down here. Especially, though. yeah, especially around here. Like? The one time I went to Chicago, I've only been to Chicago once, got a deep dish pizza from there, and it wasn't from, like, one of those famous restaurants where, you know, right. the deep dish pizza was, you know. It was from, and it wasn't a hole in the wall, which I wish it was, but it was from... One of the small chains up there, mm-hmm. small pizza chains. I can't remember, but it, it was it was pretty good. I went to Chicago one time. It was, it was outskirts. It was Rome, uh, Romeoville. Yeah, it's like a suburb of Chicago, mm-hmm. kind of Hoover is to Birmingham. I think we were in Glencoe. 
I'm not not sure. Uh, I'll tell you I'll tell you two things about that trip. Number one, I flew into Green Bay, Wisconsin, had to do a quality job there. Yeah. And then while I was there, I had to go audit a shop. So from Chicago to Green Bay is four hours. Like there's mm-hmm. no sense in me getting a plane. I'll just rent. You know, I'll get a car. Yeah. Whenever I got there, the only car they had was like a twenty. And this is twenty sixteen, so it was brand new. It was a twenty sixteen Dodge Charger. So I am, oh, wow. I am scooting down the interstate just seeing what this thing. Will do. Oh, it was, it was big. Anyway, what I was going to reference Jimmy Golden there, but I'm going. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, so I'm driving down. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll say that maybe a guitar player. Um, we were. I know that name. As soon as I got to. Uh, Illinois, it's like toll, toll road everywhere. You said Illinois. Illinois. You don't say Illinois? I don't call it Illinois. Why? I, because I say it like it's spelled. So do you say Arkansas? I do, actually, a lot. <laughs> Are you serious? I do. <laughs> what? Just to pick fun at it. It's not, I don't do that on purpose. Uh, I yeah. do that on purpose. When I say, I don't say, we, don't, we go to Illinois, get Illinois. I say Illinois. Well. Yankee. Anyway. I'm not... A, the what? <laughs> that's just how I was taught to say it. Taught. That's how I was taught to say it. That, what are, you, are you making fun of how I talk I now? am. Now, ask me to ask me to go and flip that switch. Uh, what is what is that called? What do you mean? Flip the, the light switch? Yeah, if you flip the light switch, uh, what is it called? Flipping it on? On, yeah. Yeah. I don't say on. I say on. Are you serious? I do. I think we've had this conversation. Have we too. had this conversation? Yeah. yeah, I know you're very you're very, like self-aware of how you speak and you try not to have a southern accent right. well it's not that i try not to it's that i don't want to be stereotyped because you, see i don't give you, a crap well I, i'm proud I of where i came from i'm I, proud of how i talk I and if you have a problem with it then you can go back to wherever the hell you came from well that's I, just my opinion but when you're there it's hard to tell them to go back where the hell they came from when well, you're there well if i'm there and they're talking to me and they don't like how i talk then they can walk away from the conversation well see i went to, that's just like i'm not going to hide how i was raised or how i speak because it makes you uncomfortable or because you think i'm dumb because no, of how it's i just, talk it's it's almost the same thing where if you go to broadcast school to go on espn they want you to have a midwestern accent well they it's called the uh the Amer- the general american accent like right. it's it's you're from nowhere, right? You're not, not supposed to be I from anywhere Marty, specific. I love Marty Smith, but by God, you can tell Marty Smith is from the South, and I like that. And about I him. love that about it. Yeah, but whenever I'm going up and I want to start talking about stuff, you know, you want to seem professional. I want to seem professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get there and say, "Hey, you put that doohickey there on this thing. You 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 weld it all together, and you want to take that there rod and put it on there, and, and then weld it together, and make sure you're not upside down because you ain't you ain't okay." So there's a difference between how how one talks in a professional environment yes and how somebody talks when they're around friends yeah because i i i speak very fast like right now i'm pronouncing my words i'm going yeah. slow when it's just me and you i'm talking fast and i can look at you and you're just like what the hell did he just say like yeah. hold yeah. on say that again what yeah so you know there's one time i went to pennsylvania and i had the guy say where are you from and i said i'm from alabama he says i've never heard anybody from alabama talk like you I said, what do you mean? He said, most everybody's real hick sounding. I said, yeah. if I knew you, you'd know my hick. That's that's just all there is to it. But and, Well, that's like when I was when I spoke up in class at Auburn yeah. in college, I turned on my Your hick. I, no, I turned on my professional ah, voice. Yeah. And so I tried I tried to enunciate like like I'm talking right now. Sure. And 
I like, try, like when you MC something here at the school, exactly. You, you have to very, get rid of. Yes. You have to get rid of all of the colloquial, the twang, the, the, twang. the markers that get that sort of uh, that that usually tell people where you're from right, or, that trigger or what that stereotype. social class. Yeah, exactly. So like right now. And and they're still a little bit there. You can tell. There, you there's always going to be. Up. There's no way. But but I can enunciate. I can pronounce words. I can project my voice, and I can hit all all of my syllables. Mm. And that's going to do a lot of work for me. But in a typical conversation, you and I are going to talk like this. Yes. You know, this is my southern accent, and this is how. So going back to that co- that family from Colorado that I was talking about earlier at the pizza joint, this is how I talk to them. I didn't try to hide my southernness, sure, because we were in a casual environment. They're from Colorado, Colorado, <laughs> and that's kind of how they talk too. Yeah. They're, they're, so he and his wife were actually from Wyoming, but they lived in the northern part. Of, they'd moved to the northern part of Colorado, and they lived in the northern part of Colorado. And you could tell he enjoyed talking to us. His wife Ned didn't say a word, but he enjoyed talking to us. We were sitting out on the front porch waiting on our pizza. They were waiting on theirs. Well, you know what happened, right? She's a stuck-up French-Canadian. No. That's well, what happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, from Wyoming. So, because there are French-Canadians in Wyoming, all three of them. They're, they're, they're taking over. Eh? Eh? <laughs> yeah, because that's how French-Canadians talk. <laughs> so, so uh, we were talking, and he's like, yeah, we've been to a bunch of different places. We're making our way east, coming over here. And, the, and one of the first things that he said that I thought was interesting, that – and he's not the first person from out west that I've heard say this. He just talked about how green everything was. He's like, man, everything's so green. Every, everything's so green over here. Yeah. Everything's so green out here, and it's really, it's really awesome. That's what he said. His, name was, his name was Alex. Because, I mean, they're used to a rocky desert, desert, desert yeah. shru- you know, a lot of shrubbery that's brown, beige at best. Yeah. And when you do really think about it, Everything out here is green. The yeah, gr- you know, grass, trees, shrubs. It's, Mississippi East. It's basically. so green, and yeah. it's like everywhere weeds or grass can grow, it's gonna grow if you let it. And I tell you what's really cool too. Again, way off topic is when you get up in an airplane and, and you, you sit, see it, and you see it, and you can see it kind of start turning yes. in certain areas. But the other thing is how everything is just so perfectly square. From from here on ground, you don't see that. Yeah, you see winding roads and all. You get up in the air, everything's a square, and mm-hmm. you see water everywhere for some reason. Yeah, no, that's weird, isn't it? That that is that that's one thing. I, like I've flown from Alabama to Georgia to the Carolinas and Virginia to Louisiana to Texas and to Florida, and it's it's like everywhere I look, there's small lakes and ponds, everywhere. And rivers everywhere. I, I guess you just don't think about it. Enough. Minneapolis, that's all you see. I, you never see well, land. The land of 10,000 lakes. Exactly. The state of Minnesota, you know. So. Yeah, we're on a tangent. Keep going. I know, yeah. Colorado. So we, we continue to talk about. He, he asked me specifically. So the reason that. I, bringing it all back. <laughs> Full circle. To a, the conversation that we had when we started this podcast about the heat in this room and the humidity. He asked us. So. And it was a sunny day. He said, "Is this about as as you know as humid as you guys get?" And I laughed. I, Clint, Mirror. I was so rude. I laughed. I literally head went back. I started laughing. 
You knee slap? Did and you bring I back said, the knee slap? I said, dude, you this is nothing this is compared. Because, and I said, we've this has been a mild summer so far. Well, then I you're up high, too, so, I mean, exactly. it's a little cooler there anyway. Exactly, and you're in the mountains, yeah. so the sun isn't hitting everything for a long period of time right. because the mountains are shadowing everything. Right. And... And you could tell, I could tell when I when I said no, and I started laughing that he was he was kind of taken aback because you could, in his mind, you could tell like, okay, this is this is humid, right. this is hum- humid to us. It's because in Colorado in the middle of the summer, if you let the sun go down on you, you got to put a, ja- a light jacket on right. because it's going to get cold. Right. Because you're and not. I told high. him. I said, dude, at the end of July into August. You're you're you can't probably going clothes. to take off more clothes after the sun goes down, just because the humidity is so ridiculous. And then right before it rains, or as it rains, oh, too, or right after it rains, dude. if like, the sun comes out right, sometimes oh, it'll be cool bad. after it yeah, rains. You know, if, if it rains cloudy. for a long time and it's still cloudy, it yeah. will get cool. It'll cool it off. But if the sun comes out right after it rains, it's over. The steam's coming off the road. It's just so intense. Yes, it's just a natural sauna. It's crazy, and you're you're sweating out of every crevice because there's no breeze. You're lucky if you get a breeze. Yeah, you know, and that that helps alleviate some of it. Th- that's what I love about when you hear people out in Phoenix talk about how hot it is. Yeah, it's hot. Oh, it's, absolutely, it's a very right. it's dry, 113 degrees, heat, heat hot, but, but it's oven hot. It's oven hot. It's yeah. not steam room hot. It's not boiling exactly. pot hot. And and the same thing you get whenever, uh, yeah, go for it. Okay, sorry, we got we got somebody calling. Hold on, let's let's. This is our buddy Paul Hawk. Hey, so we're me and Clint are recording a podcast right now, and your phone calls on oh. the podcast. Oh, okay, awesome, awesome. Tell yeah. everybody. You, you tell them. What do you want to uh, say? Just say it. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> Hey, one of these days in the not-too-distant future, I promise you, I'm going to do a podcast with Nick Wilson and Clint Thompson. Well, look, we've scheduled you for eight of them, and you've canceled all eight of them. <laughs> I haven't ever. You've only scheduled me for one, to my knowledge, and I and I had something to do that day. I yeah, you, you, yeah, I think you had to go like go shopping for toenails or something. You had to go get a pedicure or something is what you told me. No, it's not true. It's not true. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I, hey, I'll, I'll call you when we get done. Okay. All right. See you, man. Is your house on fire, Clark? <laughs> God, it's such a great movie. Oh, God. Rusty's still in, in the, the Navy, Navy, Clark. Grace, she died 30 years ago. I pledge allegiance to, to the flag. <laughs> if you don't get the movie that we're talking about, look up Christmas Vacation. Anyway, so... Yeah, I mean, I think this is gonna. Oh gosh, he's taking a photo of him of himself um, with no shirt on. Carrie wanted to know what we were doing. My wife wanted to know what we were doing. Yeah, she's so. gonna ask why you're shirtless, and yeah. you're gonna say because I'm hot. Yeah, well, she knows this. Yes. So she married <clears throat> me. What were, what were we talking about? You know, I really don't know. We're talking about Colorado humidity. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, oh, and the heat, the heat. So humidity, where it is just in general yeah, in our in right. Alabama, and and that's the other thing I love too is whenever somebody from like. New York, they're like, yeah, I wear a, I wear a, a t-shirt when it's forty degrees outside. Yeah, like, okay, no. you're not doing that down here. No, you know, like ah, forty degrees down in Alabama, it's nothing. I wear a t-shirt for you. They come in here and freeze their butt off because so, the humidity. And that's what people different. don't understand. Humidity still exists in the winter. So yes. 
Sean Carter, which yeah. is a guy that we work with, he is actually from Ohio. And he's told me stories. He can remember eight or nine years old. He's playing out on the playground in the middle of winter, and there's a foot, two feet of snow out in the playground, and they're just having a good old time playing. You know, it's not bothering them because it's so dry, right? Yeah. Well, you come down here in the winter, and the humidity, see, the cold seeps into you. I, that's the only way I know how to describe it. Right. And it's almost bone chilling. You know, 35 degrees in Alabama, it, it just seeps into you. 55 degrees. I'm looking for a jacket. I'm not even lying. Oh, no joke. No, 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 no joke. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, look at me. I'm obese. And you have a lot of layers. I have a lot of layers, but I am the most cold natured person you'll ever meet. Well, we were, we were in Gatlinburg and they had the Degum thermostat set to 68. And I about, fr- I about froze to death. So my dad's real cheap. <laughs> and, <laughs> so anyway, my dad's and, real cheap. And, and, the well, well, there's a preface context. And so I, I grew up with the thermostat being set to 73, 74 growing up, sometimes 75. Sure. I don't know how I don't know how I did that though. Growing up, every time I get home, I have to set it to like when I go into their house, I'm setting it to seventy two, at least you know, yeah. seventy one, seventy two. And I think I've talked about changing the thermostat on here before. Yeah. on one of these episodes. Anyway, and it's I, I, I've gotten to where I like it cold at night. Yeah, colder. Yeah, you so sleep that, better. Exactly. Snuggle up. So I slept great because I had two layers of blankets while we were in, at the cabin. And I know I wasn't going to touch the thermostat because there was eighteen of us in that yeah. house or seventeen technically. That's crazy. That's no, it was a fun that's time. Too many people. It was. A fun I'm just going to call it. That's too many people. But here's the thing: there's a there's a right way to do large family vacations like that. And there's sure. a wrong way. But I'll get into that at another time. But I did sleep good. Now, when I woke up and was moving around, I had to have... I didn't carry any long-sleeve clothes, long long pants right. or long sleeves, because, I mean, I'm on vacation, and it's... No britches. The f- week of the 4th of July yeah. in Tennessee, I'm not going to... I mean, we planned on going whitewater rafting, and right. the temperature of the of the river that we were going down was 68, 70 degrees, mm-hmm. the water, and that's really, really warm, so for a mountain river like that. Anyway, I had to walk around with a blanket around me the whole time because I didn't have any long sleeves or long pants. Nothing wrong with that. It and it was sometimes. It was. I'll be. I'll be at <laughs> your the wife. Beach. Just text me. What did she say? She said, "I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> no worries, Carrie. No. I understand. <laughs> look, look. If I didn't want to be his friend, I wouldn't. So there you go. Oh yeah. But you, I am, so that should tell you. Well, you don't have to lie to be my friend. Just keep that in mind, okay? Yeah. What is that? What? What? <laughs> so it was overall, it was a good experience. I actually, we went white water rafting with a couple, well, a family technically from Pennsylvania, from Hershey. His name was Chad. They were from Hershey. So shout out to you, Chad. How how American is Hershey, Pennsylvania, though? Well, he and I talked about that, actually. He said it's a very affluent area. Mm-hmm. Coming off of, he said it's just outside of Harrisburg, which yeah. is the capital of Pennsylvania, and Home which of I didn't know that. If you didn't yeah, know. exactly, and I didn't know that. He you said didn't know it's that a, that part of it. Or well, I didn't know that Hershey was so close to Harrisburg. Oh no, no I yeah, didn't know it was so close to the capital. Yeah, it's very. It's I knew very close. Hershey chocolate, Hershey it's Pennsylvania. Prattle I knew all to that. Montgomery, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, kind of how I pictured it in my yeah. in, in my head, kind of like an alabaster to a Birmingham. Yeah. So he he was ta- we were talking about. He was actually the the director of 
the parole office oh, wow. for the local school system there. Oh, okay. And I thought we were going prison there. Okay. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like, like the school system. Uh, um, what do you call it? When kids are tardy, what's the the officer? The person in charge of tardies. Truancy. Truancy. So he was the parole and truancy director for that school system. Had like eight thousand kids, and you know he made a ton of money. Anyway, so <laughs> he's been all over the country. Yeah. Him and his family. They they like to do the national parks, and so they were in Tennessee in Gatlinburg for the Smoky Mountains. And we're going down, and we're talking about this, that, and the other. And he was asking me about Alabama education and and education where I'm. Why I'm is from it 49 and, every year? <laughs> yeah, why are y'all in last place yeah. or second? Thank to last God place? for Mississippi. Right? Exactly, exactly. Which I mean, we've moved up to like 47, I think. So. Hey, heck, heck West yeah! Thanks, Virginia. thank West, you, West Virginia, and Louisiana. West, yeah, there you go. And South yeah. Carolina, and and you know, so well, you've named anyway. Yeah, hey, I, <laughs> I think you've named too many. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Example A. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Math, we're still 50. (laughs) Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, Which that's a whole podcast I could do about, you know, testing and all that. Hey, stay on track here. We don't do this on How we compare ourselves to other countries and other states. But anyway. So, dude, that sounds like a great podcast, and I would love to do that because I can let off on some states that I'm not a fan of. In terms of education or just in general? In general. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could too. That that might have to be a really, really bleeped out podcast. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. Well, you know, I, when we were on the whole French-Canadian thing, I was like, I wanted to go down a rabbit hole there about other countries' perceptions of America. And, but well, I, I just Well, let's I save that and we'll yeah. do the states and yeah. countries. Yeah, we can do that. Just perceptions of other states and perceptions of other countries. Anyway, so he and I are talking about Pennsylvania and what his kids are going through in their school system and what we do in our school system and it was fun to just compare and contrast but you know we were talking about the weather and we were talking about the heat and the humidity and he actually mentioned the humidity he said you know I thought it was going to be fairly similar because I think that this was one of their I think this was their first major long-term experience in the south it's kind of what he and I were talking about Mm -hmm. and so he was comparing the weather to central Pennsylvania to east Tennessee and he said it's totally different he said he thought it was going to be fairly similar but he was like look the humidity in the south he said it's real and i didn't know how real it was until he said i've flown into cities and i've been to you know meetings and stuff yeah and conferences, you're not there long term when when you're outside in it for an entire day which this this whole white water deal you're outside for six hours sure. at a time six to seven hours Pro- well more five or six hours and he said yeah this is this is real and there was a point during, and this was a guided uh, tour that mm-hmm. we did. We had a guide. Okay, so and the, the we got guy to, from Colorado was at the pizza place, but this guy from from Pennsylvania is at the Whitewater place on the on the trip right. in our boat. Okay, so it's me, Angel, raft. me raft, raft. Excuse me, raft. <laughs> me, Angel, Beto, and Adrian. Where Where did y'all go for? Did you, did you have to and venture into North Carolina to it? So the river started in North Carolina. Right. Okay, I think... The headwaters were in North Carolina, but we went to the North Carolina border and started where Tennessee met North Carolina. I think that's where we went. It might not have been the same place. But Pigeon they, River? Maybe. Anyway, they had like... When when we went, Mays was super little at the time. He was probably four, five maybe. Yeah, this wasn't a bad river. It wasn't. And they had two different routes you could go. One was, you know, a little easier. One's a little rougher. But not, not like, really, really bad. You're going to fall off the boat and die bad. But 
not class six rapids or right, anything. Right. Yeah. It's I think it was a, one was a class two and one was a class three. Or maybe oh, okay, one class yeah. three, class four, something like that. And we had uh, one class four on this, and it really wasn't a bad class four. Right. It probably was a class three at the time that we. Yeah, you know, I just always thought that was funny, not funny, but just kind of interesting. Where, yeah, we went to Tennessee and went whitewater rafting. Is like, I don't know of anywhere in Tennessee you can go whitewater rafting. Everybody has to go to North Carolina. It seems like. Well, I know a lot of people that go to Georgia. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, but they've I got see. some. There's some rivers in Georgia that are pretty intense. Over like Helen, North, yeah. North, Northeast, uh, or excuse me, Northwest Georgia. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, the whole white water rafting deal. I've done it before. This was my second time. It had been a long, long time since I'd done it. I had a ton of fun, man. Yeah. It it wasn't as intense as i would have liked it to have been but it was just talking enough, yeah just talking to the people and being around the people the water was great it was a beautiful sunny day the nature was awesome the river was great like there was a part just a probably about a an eighth of a mile of still water yeah that we the guy was like all right y'all can jump out and swim around if you want to we got about you know we got a couple hundred yards of still water sure. where you know we can just swim and hang out. Did y'all have a washer that was in the middle of the river? A washing machine? Yeah. No. Okay. What? I remember that. We were we were going down at, at, an, at where a bridge overpassed the, the river. Somebody had taken a washing machine and thrown it out. And because it's always white water rapids all the time, nobody can go in there and, like, get it. So they just avoid it. They just go around it. And they're like, hey, there's a washing machine we were talking about. <laughs> and, and That is the most southern thing <laughs> Ever. Well, I just, that that's what made me think. So I wonder if it's the same place. So when you said no, so either you went to the stronger rapids than we did that day or it's not the same place. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's the same place. Probably not. Because <laughs> I don't remember there being two options either for us. Okay. Uh, so anyway, but it was fun. It was a good experience. We talked the whole time, his wife and his daughter and him, and they had some extended family on another raft with some of our other people. And it was it was a really good experience. Adrian got to ride bull. So mm. he got to get on the front of the raft yeah. and hold the 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 ring yeah. the the D ring on the front of the raft and ride it like a bull as we went down some class two rapids. <laughs> it was pretty fun. I but, can imagine uh, him doing that too. Yeah, but we were you know so the guide it's like give me three and you got to row three times right. and you all have to be in sync. Yeah, give me two and you know reverse two or whatever. So it was fun. That it was a it was a really good experience. Our guide was actually from Alabaster. Really? Yeah, it was weird. He graduated from Thompson. He was in school at Alabama, up there for the summer working. and huh. So, yeah, he knew exactly where we were from. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, the uh, I ran into a guy from Clinton, Tennessee, which is just outside of Knoxville. Right. He knew exactly where Asheville was. Really? Going to Talladega. Uh, he was a big race guy back in the day, and so he's like, yeah, I went, went through Rainbow miss- City, and I saw the signs for Asheville, so I know it was right, right near Rainbow City. And Makes me miss Murphy. Yeah, I know. Start talking NASCAR. We can't talk NASCAR. Not without Murphy. Murphy's going to listen to this, so he's going to know that oh, we're yeah. talking about him. Yeah. He'll probably listen to this before everybody else gets to listen to it. 
but yeah, Mickey. Yeah, yeah. We gotta mention him too. <laughs> why did you? Why did you do this, Mickey Mouse? Well, I, oh, I didn't know okay, how to gotcha, sign gotcha. in any other ways. Like yeah. Mickey. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Disney. Yeah. Well, we're gonna be sued by Disney. Yeah, we're now. probably probably are. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 mouse is gonna come after us. So you know what I love? You and I we talked before we went on air and said, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do for this podcast." This podcast. And we haven't gotten we to, got it yet. to nothing about it, so we yeah. can save it for another episode. But I've enjoyed this. This has yeah. been, this has been well. We fun. haven't recorded in a while. No, we haven't. We have. We took a Which, little a little sabbatical, but at the same time, yeah. these are pre-recorded. So yeah, um, yeah. Which we don't like to. We don't like for the audience to know that they're pre-recorded. We try to set it well, up. You can blame that not. out. <laughs> but well, I mean, you know, we'll leave it in. It's just it's we scheduling have to, we have conflicts. To, yeah, we have to pre-record them because our schedules are so weird, and they're going to get weirder. They're so. They're they're like, so our schedules are the same for maybe two weeks at a time, and mm. then they change, mm. and then they change again the next three weeks, and then they change again the next two weeks, and so it's it's hard to to be consistent when it comes to recording because when it comes to especially co- the coaching side of things, yeah. it's consistent long term. Like every year in the month of June and July, we know we're going to be doing this, right? But we don't know at what time of the day or what days of the week it's going to be done. So that's what changes. Well, like just this stuff. week, I, I printed out a calendar of, hey, this is going to be my football schedule for, for this month. Well, I yeah. printed that out Tuesday, and already I've had two changes on it. Well, see, and I used to do that, and that's why I don't even do that anymore. Yeah. Well, I, ha- I have to either sticky note it on yeah. a wall somewhere or just mentally adjust it as I go because it changes so much. And a lot of times it's last minute. Yeah. So I, you know, and and that's something else too that I, a lot of people, when you talk about summer, when it comes to athletics, mm-hmm. people don't realize. So there's a good friend of mine. She is taking over right now. And I haven't talked to her about this. I've talked to her husband about it, but I haven't talked to her. She teaches at the school and at the high school. And is the new one of the new head coaches on campus. I'm not going to get into specifics, but her husband's going to help her coach, and really he's going to be the the guy that actually coaches scheme and and coaches um, coaches uh, the the fundamentals. She's going to handle some of the organization stuff. But I really want to know. She's never coached before. Her her husband who it will be a volunteer who doesn't technically work on staff at the high school. Mm-hmm. He does work in the system. He well, does work in the mind. he does work in the system but he doesn't work at the high school so technically he's considered a volunteer. Anyway, I'm interested to see what she comes away from this experience yeah. having learned coming from the purely academic side of things sure. to now being exposed to the athletic side of things. So she's going to be classified as a sponsor, right? Well, on paper, no. She'll be okay. a coach. Oh, right, 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 right. But she will be More a... More in reality, she's a sponsor. Yes, where it's... it's She's the school representative. Exactly. For liability reasons, sure. she's the school person. Sure. But still, when it comes to the fundraising, the athletic department meetings, the community engagement, oh, yeah. the, the, the workouts, the practice, the games, the time... I'm going to be interested after this first year of her being involved with it. I'm going to I'm going to ask her cuz I've talked to her husband about this. And we talked a long time about this on several different occasions about her experience coming from academics and mm-hmm. academics only to athletics. 
what it's going to be like for them both as a married couple doing this thing but also for her transitioning into that athletic role what is how are her eyes going to be opened sure what did she not know that was most interesting to her when she did step into that role well, i tell you right now it's going to be the amount of time and that's what i don't think you know like i've been at work every single day this summer mm-hmm. during the week minus minus this week because minus off. minus this part week of this because week. i've been on vacation right and but minus, everybody's been on vacation and minus the week after school got out because we were on vacation that week we didn't have workouts that week yeah. we were off that week and we were off this week or the fourth of july week for it, the 4th it, of july, it's funny you say week, that because the week after school got out may started yeah with junior high basketball see we got a, we gave our high school folks a, a week, week off, off to go ahead and plan for vacation hey y'all can vacation this week and y'all can vacation the week of the fourth where y'all where that won't interfere with workouts if right. you vacation any other time you know we'll have to do we'll makeups work and, it, and right. we'll work around it that kind of thing but yeah i mean you know we've got a big front fundraiser plan for the end of the summer that which by this by the time this airs will already have happened sure and we've got seven on seven tournaments workouts otas you know sports foundation fundraising meetings yep we're you and I are doing the creative media side of things too, where we're getting ready Maybe. for the fall, <laughs> and it's just, it's just hectic, yeah. And it's just it's nonstop, lot. it's intense. You know, our schedule isn't necessarily as set in stone like it is in school. You know, at school, you know, okay, I got to be at work by seven thirty, right? I can't leave until after three, right? Whereas if you're coaching, it's all right. I might have to be there before seven thirty. I know I'm right. probably going to be there at after way three. after three, probably right. till six seven o'clock at night. In the summer, it's kind of the same thing, but it's a little more free. It's like, okay, I can get there at 9, do some work, go to lunch, hang out, come yeah, back. it's more fluid. Go 2 to 4 or go straight <clears throat> home and just come back the next day and do it. But it's still, you've got to be here just about every day. Yeah. You've got to be here at least once a week. Well, <laughs> outside of work, I've been – outside of work and me not setting my alarm one day because we had a Monday workout instead of a Tuesday workout. But yeah, Just a little different. Uh, I've been here every day um, during work – up until when I had to actually go to – work work yeah yeah i don't think thompson likes it very much when i say i gotta go do my real job now <laughs> D- does he does he not like it no i'm just i because i i picked i, it, it was like, I have it. to go to real work now yeah like, i have to go to my real job now yeah and, and it's i don't i think he thinks that i'm demeaning demeaning what him. we're doing yeah right right as coaches that oh y'all got summer that's not what i mean i'm saying i gotta go to like actual work now like yeah. I've, I've come here to you put in this work you kind of mean it as like I'm leaving what I would rather be doing sure. to have to go do this thing sure. to pay my bills. That's sure. what you mean it yeah. as. Whereas you think he might interpret it as, all right, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna leave playtime and I'm gonna go, yeah. go to do big boy yeah, real that's, world that's stuff. That's not what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I'm gonna be honest with you though. I kind of look at it that way. I, there have been days where I go, man, I can't believe I'm getting paid to do this. Yeah. But more times than not, it's man, <laughs> oh I'm not getting God. paid enough to <laughs> <Yeah>. do this. <laughs> Gosh, I'm not getting bad enough to do all this crap. Because, you know, a coach's stop, and at least in the county and in the state where we are, in a, a full-time assistant varsity football supplement position coach, not coordinator, not head coach, mm-hmm. but position coach for a varsity football team is about $3,100. Yeah. And I know that that's better than a lot of places in a lot of other parts of the country, but, too, in the south, in our part of the state, where football, football is, king. is king, and it's... A lot of time, a lot of mental and physical yep. labor, and it's 
you know, your return on investment is not no. is not what it sh- is not what no, it is for it, other jobs. It's like going on salary and still working eighty hours a week. Well, I mean, that's what we're all on salary, right. and we all work seventy to eighty yeah. hours a week. You know, I mean, the month of July, so like June was really the last month where we had any freedom. Right. July is basically preseason football now. So. You know, like this upcoming week, Monday. Like Monday, yeah, we've got to be here at 5.30 because we've got workouts 6 to 7, and then 7 to 9, we've got practice. Right. And then at from 12 to 1, we've got that special teams meeting. Mm-hmm. So it's – and then Tuesday, we've got uh, workouts practice. Wednesday, we've got that OTA at Glencoe. Thursday, we've got the 7-on-7 seven seven all-day tournament here. Friday, we're off. Mm-hmm. I'll be here Friday because then it's – Friday's my – other athletic stuff that I get to catch up on because you know I, and that's another thing when you're an athletic director and you're involved in the athletic department and you and I have roles outside of football mm-hmm. just like our athletic director he's the head football coach but he's also the the athletic director right and he's got to think about other teams sure. other athletes other, other sports, coaches just yeah. like we do with with our specific roles i'm helping him lead the athletic department while i'm also trying to lead the creative solutions department you're helping me lead the creative solutions department so is mickey and it's okay friday is the day when i get to do all that stuff monday through thursday's football right and then friday is when i have to catch up on everything else that happened throughout the week that i didn't get to do because football was we were doing football so it is a full-time job and a lot of people are like well it's unnecessary you know school is a place to educate kids for their college and their career. And we're not going to get into right. that whole yeah. thing. That's a, another podcast. Yes, because we've kind of hinted on it in other podcasts, right. episodes, and other seasons. But, like, Brandon and I had that conversation. Well, here, here's But regardless of that, guess what? It still has to happen. Well, it still has to happen, but you, you don't and we've, realize. And we've still got to do it. Well, I don't think a lot of those people realize what that opportunity gives other these kids in other areas. You know, absolutely. Just sometimes it's structure. We try to keep Maze into something all year round because it's something structure. You get off that structure, it's rough. He'll stay up till one or two in the morning. He won't get up till eleven or twelve in the the next morning. But it's teaching them life skills too, right? Hey, this is a really hard workout. Are you going to push through and and be an adult and right. face the adversity? There's, there's all kind of life and embrace the responsibility. Sports, not just, not exactly. Just football. So and, there are that, little life lessons from everywhere the youth, from youth all the way Absolutely. through until you're and look most and and it's terrible to say but most everybody's playing careers end at high school. That's just that's the way that that's it works. the numbers work. Not everybody can go to play in college ball of any sort. Not not everybody anyway. So well, that's because nine times out of ten, what those what those kids and those students are getting out of sports is that structure and that stability and those right. life lessons. Right. They're not there because they know they're going to be D1. Sure. Or D2 or even D3. Or even D3. They're exactly. there because they want to be a part of something. They want to work for something. They want to better themselves or better the team or fight for their town, fight for their school, fight for their buds. Pride. No, that's what exactly. it was for Well, and I think what a lot of people in – like our part of the country have a problem with is the way the system is set up. They don't necessarily hate sports, but they hate – and some of them don't even know that this is how they feel about it. But when you talk to them about it, they begin to realize that this is how they should articulate it. But it's they don't like the fact that sports is so tied into school. Like in America, s- school and sports is 
everything, yeah. right? In Japan, it's a, it's club sport. Right. It's everything, it's sport yes. outside of school. Right. You know, school is school and sport is sport, but they're not. Right, they're not you together. Don't play for the school, exactly. You're not, You're not playing the school, exactly. And yeah. if you do, that's that's more rare than it is the case. Yeah. So in America, in the United States, especially in Alabama, it's all about the school. It's all about pride. It's all about school because you've got these small towns and you've got these schools and you've got these teams associated with these schools that well, associate with these towns. And then, then it's all the about communities. And then exactly, and then, you know, this community versus that community. Like our big rival is always Springville. You know, we compare yeah. ourselves to Springville, and they compare themselves to us. And well, not so much anymore, but yeah. Well, <laughs> just because they're bigger than us now, but, they think they're better you know, than that's, us. At least that's they're the, the French Canadians of this county. Whoa. Sorry, I, I've got to I've got to say that. Whoa. Anyway, do you disagree with me that we're the French Canadians? Oh, I said they. Oh, they. Yeah, I'm good with that. I thought yeah. you said we. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. I said they're the French Canadians of this yeah. county because they think they're better than everybody else. Yeah. And that, and look, I've got please a lot of friends. Your, please send your letters too. <laughs> I've got a lot of friends at Springville. You know, the the principal at Springville High School is a great guy. Yeah. I love I love Mr. Moore, Coach Moore. And I, I love I, a lot of the I teachers like, over there. I like their coach for the most part. I've got to deal with him just a little bit. You I know, just don't like outside them I, personally. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like them. I just and nothing well, against John, nothing against Jeremy. Yeah, I just and nothing against you know uh, John Mark. Nothing nothing against. You know Brandon and all those folks over there, Billy Bob. But I just, I just don't, I just, yeah. It's just in my blood. It's like Alabama and Auburn. It's like yeah. Penn State and whoever their rival is. Well, yeah, it's like yeah, like you said exactly. <laughs> you know, it's Pitt. like yeah, Pitt. Yeah, Pitt, right? yeah, Pitt, sure, right? yeah. sure. Yeah, um, maybe Ohio. The, the Lions and the Panthers. Yeah, Ohio State and Michigan. There you go. Which even though the greatest rival rivalry in all of sports is Auburn and Alabama, but yeah. Oh, do you disagree with me? I disagree. Oh, who, who's the greatest rivalry in all of sports? Army Navy. Yeah, I disagree with you. I think it's Auburn Alabama. Now, I think that rivalry is is up there, but I disagree with you. I think it's Auburn and Alabama. I think the pageantry that goes with that game makes it to me. <sighs> yes, that, that is more. That is an awesome game, and there is a lot of pageantry associated with it. And it is but a I feel quick like, two-hour game. <laughs> yes, but I feel like at the end of the day, the fact that no, the they rival- know they're really on the same team right. takes away from the true rivalry I, and, of and, it. And I get that. I get that. But it is so cool to see them fight it out. Oh, and, man. And just, man, I mean, those two academies right there. And, and the rivalry with the Air Force Academy thrown in, you know, the big three academies. Right. Fighting for the Commander's Cup, or yeah. whatever it's called, Commander in Chief Cup. Yeah, or there's another one too. I think the Commander in Chief Cup is only between Army Navy, but there's another one Army, that involves Navy Air, Force. Air Force. Is that Air yeah. Force too? You know that whole that whole deal is just awesome. I just yeah. think that's so cool. But I, I really do pure love sport. That I think it's Auburn, Alabama. Yeah. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, but. I mean I'm big on it too. Don't get me wrong. Because you're an Alabama fan, I'm an Auburn fan. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. War Eagle, baby. No, Matt. Matt. You, you, you just well, yeah. Yeah, so inside joke. How about that kicker? We got one up here that hopefully goes to Alabama. I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. <laughs> he ain't going to Bama. Why? Well, I'm coaching him, first off. Okay, well. His if, entire family are Auburn it fans. It doesn't matter. And he wants to go into the military, so he's looking at a service academy. Oh, okay. So that's, I'm well, just going to leave that all that part there. part of it shouldn't really matter. If, hey, if Bama's going to give you a full-ride scholarship, if you're an Auburn if fan. If Bama's giving him a full ride, you know Auburn's going to give him a full I ride. I know that, but let's not go there. Let's not go there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, because I was an Alabama fan at one point in time. But and I, I was an I, Auburn fan at one point in I time. I saw the light. 
And then so, I saw the light as well. I saw the light. Anyway, I'm not going to sing that whole song. We'll get flagged for copyright. Probably, probably so. I don't know. Who knows? They might They might not care about this podcast. No, no, probably not. Isn't it true that after a song's over 100 years old that there's no... I don't know. Copyright law changes so much in, in the United States. I've heard know. that you could get flagged for singing the Happy Birthday song. Again, I don't know. Copyright law changes so much. There have been so many court cases that I've read about where that's been the topic of conversation. And, and it, it is in... Uh, open domain it isn't it's copy i don't know yeah. who knows anyway it's that all that's hard to keep yeah, up we've with. been talking for a good while we've been talking for almost an hour really do, do you want do you want to do i you, feel like it's been more than that. oh no well i don't know <laughs> i i'm i'm just i'm going no no not so much maybe i don't I, know <laughs> hey i sounded confident you though did. right you did until you didn't <laughs> look so we need to get to our recommendations. Yeah. That's the one thing that I know. So It's about we, recommendations. We now. wanted to do a co-recommendation. Cause we've got our individual recommendations, but now we've got a co-recommendation. Yeah, so I told you that I was going to recommend it, and then you were like, no, I'm going to recommend it. you got to find something else. Well, I've actually got something else, and I think you've got something else as well. So we're going we're gonna to meet in the middle, and we're both going to recommend. Loki. There you go. We're both going to recommend to you the Marvel Cinematic uh, Universe series on Disney Plus exclusively, starring Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson mm. and Sophia DiMartino. Well, there you go. So I didn't. I and Tara Strong too. and Gugu Mbatha-Ya or whatever her name is that plays <laughs> the judge. Uh, the judge. The, oh, what's her name? R- Ravina. 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 The TVA woman. Oh, the bad guy. Yeah. I mean, whoops. What? Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. This is going to air way after Hopefully. Loki gets done. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's expanded on the universe. It's done. Well, so far, we're on episode five. Yeah, and there's one more. Episode six airs next week. And that's the that's the series finale. That's the finale. Yeah, it's only six episodes. So it's done a good job expanding, but I think it's also done a good job of finding a way to bring Loki back because, you know, he, he died. Well, here's what's interesting. Okay, so. Whether they actually do or not, I don't know. Well, this is why I find this so interesting with Loki. Loki went through two evolutions or revolutions, I guess you could say. He changed and and, and became a protagonist mm-hmm. through Thor, Thor the Dark World, the Avengers, all, all those movies, well, right? Through Thor. I mean, yeah, that's part of the journey, but he was more of a protagonist in 2 and 3. Well, he he went he went through a a big change after the Avengers film. Yes. He matured, he changed, he became a protagonist. He 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 became he and his brother reconciled. Anti-hero. I'm going to say protagonist actually. Okay. I'm going to say I would argue that he came to terms with who he was and he became by the time that he died after Thor Ragnarok, by the way, spoilers. After Thor Ragnarok, you know, that lead up to Thanos, mm-hmm. when he died by the time he died he had come to terms with who he was. I'm not going to say he had completely evolved or he had, comp- like, I'm not saying he, he had fully circled back, but I will argue that he made a huge, like, he developed in, in, a, in a huge way. His relationship with his brother, his father, his family. You know, Thor Ragnarok was a big movie for that character. Mm-hmm. Well, with Avengers Endgame, all that's pretty much erased because he dies. 
but then they go back and you know now in the series loki he you have this branch reality or branch time timeline timeline yeah that comes off and so you've pretty much got a loki that's still at the beginning of the series it's 2012 loki yeah he's he's still the antagonist at this exactly point. he's still your antagonist that's stirring up crap and trying to conquer the world and focused on all that but he's grown but so he's, much he's grown again i would say faster than the original time and more so than than yes. the avenger than the thor ragnarok yes. avengers in in game infinity war all that i yes. would argue that he has grown more than than that loki did because he's been through so much here, f- through the TVA, looking at his own life. But you don't know how, t- technically, and this is one of the things they keep talking about in the, in the series, you don't know how long, they said time passes differently there. In the TVA. So he might have learned this in a shorter time, but in reality it's actually a longer time. Yeah, that's true. It, well, if you're going off of his perception, if his perception is what we see in the show, real then, time, it, then it's, it's been it's short. Short, yeah. What it what it is relevant to the universe that he's from? It might be long, it might be short. Who knows? Right. Because yeah, time moves weird in the TBA. Right. But absolutely, you know, and and somebody's you know at this point in episode five again, spoilers. He's fallen in love pretty much with himself with <laughs> himself, the girl version of himself. How so? Yes, he's changed, but he's still. Like there, there are bits and pieces of them that are okay. Yeah, that's Loki. Right. That's a very Loki thing to do. So I think that's what's been really cool to see from the show. Is yeah, it's it's. There's been a lot of action, mystery, intrigue, reveals. Yeah, you know, there's been a lot of that stuff, which makes Marvel content great to watch. And right. it's, it's good been a lot to, of to please parts. the fans. A lot of moving parts. A lot of hey, you got to think. Hey, and especially if you hey, watch you got to think. Live, yeah, if if you if you watch it live. It puts a different perspective on it too, because you're wondering what's happening next. Absolutely. Whereas if you if you binge it, you already know because you just wait till the next episode comes on. But um, I, I've really enjoyed it. Um, it's the human. It's the growth of his personality and his in his nature that I've really enjoyed, though. Like seeing those heartfelt moments between him and Mobius and him and Sylvie have been incredible. You know. Well, what 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 other insightful things do you have there, Hammy? <laughs> Oh, are you comparing me to Jonathan Hamilton of the Hammond's Band and Retro Review I am, Podcast? Because you know Hammy, which you can check out on all major podcast platforms that you can, including uh, YouTube. Yeah, it is on YouTube. Some some of them are anyway. Uh, yeah, it, just the growth of the character. You know, the loss. You know, he's already experienced this character has already experienced all this loss, even though it's stuff he hadn't seen happen. Technically, this this version of Loki has experienced loss because he knows what happened to the original Loki in the timeline. He knows Odin's dead. He knows that his mother's dead. He knows that uh, Asgard has been destroyed. He yeah. knows that he dies by the hand of Thanos. He knows all this stuff, but he's never experienced it. And I think it's the reflection and the realization that he had a major hand in causing all of this. And right. that chaos and pain follows him wherever right. he goes. And, you know, classic Loki, played by Richard E. Grant in the fifth episode, talks about that. Mm-hmm. And and what cla- how classic Loki dealt with that reflection, that pain and chaos follows him. But that that was his role. Right. So I think it's that's what's been amazing about the show. And Kate Heron has done a, a good job, I think, as, as she's directed all, she directed all six episodes. And what she's shown us so far in the writing, too, the writing has been awesome, of showing how that has affected Loki, he's he knows that it happened, and that it was going to happen to him, but that it didn't happen, 
And now he has a chance to right the wrongs that's actually never exactly happened. to be the person that doesn't cause that right. while still being him. Right. I think that's huge. And, and I think to me, now it may have been another part. I think the biggest realization for him of that was when he was putting that time loop with Lady Sif. Yes. Oh, that was awesome. Because he's like, hey, I remember how this ended, you know, whatever. I could do this all day. Then, like, by the time the sixth time it's happened, he's like, all right, I'm tired of this already. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm really seeing now what my antics have caused. And then it's like, oh, wow, look at the other stuff that's done that yeah. I've done and caused. So, um, I've enjoyed it. I, I can't wait to see how it ends. Yeah, I know. I, I really feel like we should watch the season finale together. We can. You know, I, I, I'm good with that. I feel like and what then, are you doing and then we can, and then exactly and then we can analyze it and break it down and, and perfect that way it'll be cathartic for both both of us perfect I'm good with because that. we're not gonna get another series for a while no what's the next one coming out the next what series if? is it? what if yeah, yeah the trailer dropped today I think it did so that's why I, I haven't seen the trailer um I haven't seen it we gotta either, watch Black it, Widow too yeah I, you're not interested. I'm excited. I, I'm I'm really excited to, to I'm see not, her story. I'm interested. I'm not excited, and the reason why is because COVID kind of killed everything when it comes to that. This movie was supposed to come out a year ago, basically. Isn't that crazy? And they they said, hey, you know, everybody else went to a streaming service. Yeah. Heck, even Disney went to a streaming service for a lot of their stuff. But Marvel's like, nah, let's pull it back. We're just gonna hold on to it till theaters open back up. Well, it's interesting though. Like you and I can watch it right now on Disney Plus if we wanted to. Well, if we have the thirty dollars. Yeah, for the exclusive package or whatever it's called. All you got to do is it's a one-time fee, $30, and it's yours. Yeah. But see, or you could wait two months, and it'll just pop up on there. Yeah. Yeah. But I I actually think I'm going to go tonight and go watch it in the theater. Really? Yeah, I think think because I haven't had that theater experience in a while for a movie like that. Yeah. You know, so I think I'm going to go. I hadn't decided. but Probably. I just hadn't decided yet. Yeah. I'm going to – I've basically talked myself into going – and I'm one of those people, too, that I'm not scared to go by myself. Yeah. But I haven't decided on where I'm going to go and what experience I want. Home. See, but I want that theater experience back. I, I love, like, the previews that you don't yeah. get on the internet and the popcorn and the, and the co- you know, the, the theater Coke and the sitting there in the chair with the massive Dolby Atmos surround sound shaking you to your core. And you See, I can turn the volume up, pop some popcorn, and get the same thing. And turn the, turn the air conditioner on, turn all the lights out, get the same thing. See, yeah, and, and, and it... I'm a homebody. I don't like going places. Usually I'm the same way, but there are certain things I want. I, like, I want the experience. I like being at home in my skibbies watching Like TV. you are now. <laughs> yeah. So, real quick, because we're... Go ahead and do your rec. I feel like we're going on two hours. It really feels like we've been in here for no, two No, we've hours. actually... I think we're on like an hour and five minutes. That's crazy. Maybe time passes different in here, too. Maybe. We're in the TVA. We're in the quantum realm. Oh, that's hint, what hint. Yeah. Big, very big hint. Um, that's no. what I was going to ask you. Every time they say TVA, do you immediately think Tennessee Valley Authority? Absolutely. Every time. Every time. Time Variance Authority. Yep. Every time hey, I but I love that background though about the whole timekeepers thing with Miss Minutes. That was such a cool. You know what that that reminded me of the of the info video from Jurassic Park. Miss Minutes reminds me of the mosquito. Oh, from Jurassic dinosaur. Park. Yeah, dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, I don't. And I don't know if that's a kickback to the TVA that why she's so southern. But I, I have I did pick up on that that yeah. she is very southern, and it's so cool. Well, I love it, and I think it's more of a. A simple, you know, make you feel good. Oh yeah, Southern. no doubt. But she's like, I, I don't know. I haven't done all the research on all the characters within this whole entire thing. 
there actually are timekeepers in the MC uh, in the Marvel universe, right? I mean, those are actually real people. They just it's, I don't it, know. I haven't done okay, enough research. To me, this almost feels like um, who's the bad guy in uh, Iron Man three? The Mandalorian, not the man, the uh, Mandalorian, the Mandarin, the Mandarin. Yeah, and then they kind of crapped. For yeah. lack of a better term, I on didn't that like whole that. entire. I didn't like because that, that by bad the guy way. was the bad guy of bad guys when it comes yeah. to Iron Man. Exactly, and they just kind of crapped on him. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'm just. It's, an it's actor. actually not this guy. It's this guy. I'm actually just an actor. Do you have another beer? Yeah, I mean that was an awful accent. I'm just kidding. I love you. No, you're not kidding. <laughs> but you. So do love your me. recommendation. <laughs> your recommendation. That's what I feel like the, the timekeepers were in this. It was just a. Uh, do, do you not think some people think that they're actually they do exist, but they're like. They may. A, a, I mean, a, de- be a deist a, god where they're just hands off. They're kind of right. sitting back. They're actually managing the timeline, right. but they're doing it by themselves because they're right. so powerful. They wouldn't need the TVA. They wouldn't need all that crap. They're actually doing it, but it, but in this weird. But maybe the, what they're way. doing is part of their exactly. Their like what's happening timeline. is a part of the plan, but nobody knows it because they don't need anybody's help. So right. nobody knows it because nobody's helping them. Anyway, right. sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Um. So the other day, Hammy and I we watched a movie called Tenet. T-E-N-E-T. Directed by Christopher Nolan. Directed by Christopher Executive Nolan. Executive produced by or produced by Emma Thomas and Christopher Nolan. Uh, Written by Christopher Nolan. And it stars John David Washington. John David Washington, Robert Pattinson. Yes. Any idea who John David Robinson is? Washington. John David Washington is. Denzel Washington's son. Yes. Yeah. He does a very good job in this movie. Have you seen yes. it yet? Yes. And I wa- that actually was the last movie I saw in theaters. Really? Fun fact, yes. Okay, see, I didn't. Get, I watched it the other day because it was on HBO Max, yes. and we got it for Kong vs. Godzilla. Um, and we were just flipping through, and Hammy's like, hey, I really want to see that. I said, well, it's on HBO Max. He's like, oh, well, let's watch it. So we watched it. It's a little trippy. It's it's very interstellar. You, well, that's the thing about Christopher Nolan. But, a lot of his movies, yeah. you really have to pay attention, right. and he's going to mess with your mind. And he's like, holy crap, and yep. he was there the whole time. Yep. And that's what happens in this movie. So, Sorry, spoilers. Yeah, yeah, well, that's out the window with us. Basically, this guy's trying to prevent World War Three, and the the what they've done, the bad guys. The have, weapon is time. Uh, yes, the weapon is time. The bad guys have figured out a way to go. Do they go back in time? Like, I don't know They're how like, to describe. It, like you yeah, have it's to not watch back it. in time. It's. It's, it's reverse time. It's reverse time, exactly. Yeah. So That's the only way I know how to describe they're, it. They're in the future, but they have to go forward in present time to go back in back time or back in... Hold on. I'm confusing myself. You have to go backwards in forward time to go forward or to go backwards in forward time. You're going to confuse yourself and everybody this yeah, listening. So it, just don't... Just, yeah, yeah it, it's a really good you movie. Watch You're going to have to watch it, and honestly, you may have to watch it twice. I've had to watch it twice to really get it. I watched it in the theaters, and then I watched it when it came to HBO Max. Because it's it's like one of those things when you see when you see it, and you're like, okay, that whole thing didn't really make sense. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, you watch it again, and go, oh, yep. now it's starting to make sense. So people die; they're not really dead. People save people that they really don't end up saving, and they actually end up saving them, and. It, it's one of those weird, trippy moves. I really, Robert Pattinson's really character is awesome. Yeah, that 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 plot device was. Just... Now, which one was he? I'm not good with actors. <sighs> he was the clean cut British guy. The one, the one that one... was with Washington. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. The I'm, guy with the, the washer. Big, the big. Yeah. 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 So anyway, but 
Great movie. My recommendation is, well, I don't know. I don't know where to begin because it's it is a type of listening. I recommend if you have the chance to listen to a Dolby Atmos song or piece of music or anything so that you is, listen to. This it. is the new thing from Adobe that's... Dolby, not Adobe. Well, from Dolby. Dol- yeah. Dolby. Dolby, sorry, yeah. Um, this is their new HD version They're of marketing sound. it as the same leap from mono to stereo. Or, yeah. That this is the same leap or a similar leap in technology from mono to stereo. Right. Or from standard definition to, to HD. It, yeah. Or HD to 4K. And I've listened to it on a pair of Dolby Atmos capable headphones on my iPhone, which is capable of playing lossless Dolby Atmos audio. And and they've, they're actually marketing this right now as part of their Apple Music. Is that yes. correct? Yeah. And it is flipping amazing because you can hear now some of it it all depends on the mix because some of the songs you listen to are just not mixed well and the vocals aren't high enough and the instruments some of the instruments are are basically overshadow the other instruments but on a well mixed Dolby Atmos song the listening experience is incredible it it, it is great and I think it will take the industry a while to adjust to it probably two years two to three years before we get a consistent output of good Dolby Atmos well do you have to have the updated hearing devices to hear you have to have Dolby Atmos capable speakers a Dolby Atmos capable playing device a Dolby Atmos software mixed song right you know so yeah there there are a lot of different but I mean same thing with the rollout of HD right you know TV same difference. You got to have an HD TV. Got to have an right. HD receiver. Got to have an HD dish. Got to have an HD so channel. All that good stuff. Any any chance? Now I know a lot of people use Dolby. You know they in Dolby surround sound five point yeah. one whatever it is. Is this going to be one of those things that's kind of like Blu-ray versus HD or HD DVD or whatever it was? Yeah. Is this? I mean, is somebody else going to come out with something that's relevant, and then it's that's just the thing: who does which one first, or I've which one a, goes mainstream first? Well, I've done a little bit of research, but not Dolby's a lot. Like everywhere, though, exactly. I don't know of a competitor. I'm sure that one exists, but Dolby is so per, like it's it's so pervasive mm-hmm. throughout all kinds of media. I don't know of the competitor if they do exist. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the but it has thing, been great. Well, like the big thing was, you know, that I can compare it to at least is, you know, HD DVD versus Blu-ray. Well, Microsoft and Xbox hitched their wagon to HD DVD. Yeah. And then PlayStation went with well, well, and then PlayStation went with Blu-ray, which was Sony. Right. And for whatever reason, the industry backed Blu-ray because it was. Yeah, it's Sony. Sony, Sony had more market volume and market reach than Toshiba did on that. Sure, which I think Panasonic might have backed Toshiba too on the whole HD DVD thing. I, I researched that a long time ago, but I don't remember a whole lot about it. Well, I know, like but when the the PlayStation is what sealed the deal for right. Blu-ray. That's what one one Blu-ray the the well prevalence. that and, and some other stuff I'm not going to mention here. But I mean, usually it's it's whatever a particular industry backs is usually what goes goes well, forward. Well, I'm going to tell you what helped is Toshiba. So Sony owned at the time. Well, they still do. They they had their own movie studio. 
mm-hmm. and all of their movies that were distributed through Sony or produced by Sony went to Blu-ray. Right. Toshiba didn't have that. So Toshiba had to cut deals with studios to make that happen. Right. You know, Toshiba did have the Xbox, which was huge, mm-hmm. just like Sony had the PlayStation. So they were evenly matched there. The technology was evenly matched. I think but you had to have an HD drive to play the HD DVDs on, on the Xbox. I don't think you could just put a HD DVD. Oh, really? Yeah, I think you had to have a separate drive. I'll I see, might be wrong go. in that, but I think but, that's the way it went. But but because they were competitors in the gaming market, Sony would not give the Blu-ray rights to Xbox. So Xbox exactly. didn't have uh, Blu-ray until the Xbox One come out. And, and that, that was, was that was the next that was generation. long after yeah. the HD DVD had gone yeah. out. Yeah. Now I think HD DVD was a much better had a much better marketing. Uh, I think their marketing to the consumer was much better because I lived through it. And looking back on what I know now about marketing, like just the name, yeah, HD DVD, like that's just smart. That's just smart, yeah, branding because it's it's at that time period in the world everything was moving to HD and HD right. was the best, right. So it's like, oh, HD. That's okay. I can understand that this DVD right. is better than a standard. Just right. It's not. It's got high definition. In exactly. The name. Whereas Blu-ray is like, what is that? Is that a new kind of CD? Yeah. Is that a what is that? Blu-ray disc. What is that? Yeah. So, the fact that Sony had to overcome that, but again, Sony had the advantage of having a studio and all their they could make all their movies go exclusively onto Blu-ray, which would force people that wanted to buy DVDs to buy Blu-ray, buy Blu-ray player, watch it in HD, all that good stuff. Yeah. So they, they did have that advantage. But. So it's same 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 lines, though. Exactly, exactly. Maybe not with the, with the competitor, though, because, I, I, like I said, everything from television to movies to everything is Dolby. Dolby surround sound. Dolby 5.1, Dolby 7.7, whatever yeah. the number is. Yeah. So it's, it's really good. I, I listen to it on my Mac. I used to never listen to music through my Mac speakers, but my Mac speakers are Dolby, Dolby Atmos capable. And if you find a a really well mixed Dolby Atmos song, it's really really good. Hmm. But but too, even if it's not Dolby Atmos mixed, you can now on Apple Music listen to lossless audio. Yeah, which is basically the the simplest way I can describe lossless audio is the all music on YouTube or Spotify is compressed. Mm-hmm. It's not you're not listening to the original digital audio file. Yeah, you're listening it would to a be compressed a huge file. Exactly. You're listening to a compressed version of that file. Well, lossless audio, even this podcast, they compress it. Exactly. We have to compress it right. for, to upload it for you to be able to listen to it rather quickly. Right. Lossless audio is an uncompressed it's the uncompressed audio file. It is the audio file that that producer and that artist or that who whomever made and exported out of whatever software they were using and it is no compression on it whatsoever mm. you are listening to it as it was intended uncut it's it's not compressed it's not a wav file that was compressed to an mp3 right it is a fully uncompressed it, you're basically listening to what the producer and the artist listen to in the studio. Yeah. That's what you're listening to. You're listening to the same audio file. Yeah. So that's lossless audio. So if it's not Dolby Atmos, it, it should be lossless audio. So go check that out. We've gone rather long on this podcast, <laughs> which I think is it. fun. I oh, mean, yeah. it's been awesome. This has been a great podcast. Well, so. see, that's what happens with us. We we start rambling on about games and go down rabbit trails and everything, and then next thing you know, we got a two-hour podcast, and we're like, well, people listen to this, and we really don't know. 
So a lot of people, they like shorter podcasts because they've got a shorter commute. Some people like a longer podcast because they got a longer commute. So I, I don't know. If you like yeah. longer podcasts or a shorter podcast, let us know on any of the social media. See how I did that? Let us know on any of the social medias. Facebook, Twitter, and that's all we have. We don't have an Instagram. So Facebook and Twitter, go ahead and check us out there. Talk or go home. Like us, follow us, retweet us, share us, comment, DM, whatever you want to do. Absolutely. Go, go and hit us up on, on our social media. David Murphy. David Murphy, we love you. We miss you. Yep. We hope to see you again. David Murphy is the Richard E. Grant of this podcast. <laughs> he, he is the classic Loki um, to our, you know, Thor alligator and, Loki. <laughs> and alligator. Yeah. What are you? Which Loki are you? Which Loki am I? Ugh. The fat one, probably. The fat, hot one right now. The fat, hot one. Yeah. Hot as in temperature, not hot as in looks. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm the. Uh, I, I think I'm a classic Loki. I'm I'm the I'm the Chris Farley version of Loki, wherever that is. By the way, the classic Loki had an amazing scene in episode five. There, I thought you did end. too. Like that was epic redemption moment. Well, it's redemption, but it's also holy crap. Like the played other by ones, great actor. The other ones were like, holy crap, how does he do in that? And, yeah. and you know, Loki, the the main character Loki is like the OG Loki. I think that we're more powerful than we really know. Yeah. So, anywho. All right. Well, I think that's going to... Uh-oh, hold on. Uh, the wife's... I, should I answer this? The wife's ringing. The wife is calling. I told her that she called. She was going to be on the podcast. Okay, let's let's see what she says. Hello, dear wife. Hi, hi dear wife. We're going to end the podcast with this. <laughs> My goodness. Sounds How many like people there are other do you people. have? Eight? Eight? Oh my goodness! Well, all right, they're well, they're all on the podcast. Yeah, well, they're all on the podcast right hey, now. Hey, do, do, does she want to help us end it? Yeah. Hey, Carrie, do you do you know what to say after Nick says his thing to end the podcast? To end the podcast. Talk or go home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, folks, don't forget you can talk. Go home. That'll that'll work. That'll work. That'll yeah, do. We'll go with yeah. it. All right. Thanks for listening. All right, woman. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs>